I think I said I had a friend who's a pastor or something to that effect. And he said, well, does he have any single pastor friends he can hook you up with? And I was like, oh my God, no. I was like, well, I would never date a pastor. And so we're talking a little bit more. And then he's like, well, you know, he's like, I've really enjoyed talking to you. He's like, but you know, you've already eliminated me as an option. And I said, well, what do you mean? And he said, well, I'm a pastor. It's no accident that sounds like you're leveling up in a video game. 48% of 18 to 29 year olds have an online dating profile. Make them work for it. 45% of people say they're more frustrated with this form of dating than hopeful. There are so many people you can connect with. Should I swipe right? Swipe wrong. Swipe wrong. Setting the record straight on dating apps. Everyday people telling everyday stories of the swipe right world with your host, Chaos. Well, I know he had a good time. Did you miss me? I missed you. Welcome to the podcast that is number one amongst everybody who knows how to use the Jedi mind trick and is currently using it because these are not the droids that you're looking for. Welcome to the Swipe Wrong Podcast. I'm Chaos. I'm just the dude that brings you the stories of what's going on out there in the swipe right world. I'm just that guy. No one, Everyone says you don't want to be that guy. I, I'll i be that guy. I'm going to be that guy in this instance. I'll be that guy. And this season, uh, we're pretty amped. We've got some pretty cool stuff happening this season. Some great stories. Uh, want to thank everybody who tuned in and listened to season one. Uh, even after season one was over, like, oh, dang, I guess we're kind of binge worthy because people just kept listening and kept listening, which was fantastic. So hopefully you got as much enjoyment listening out of it as Jay and I did uh, putting this together and uh, talking to everybody and hearing their stories. Uh, you guys know at the end of each episode, uh, you do know how to get in contact with us uh, because we're still putting stuff together for season two. Uh, we still have some some shows we do. So if you have uh, a story you want to share, by all means, please do reach out uh, and and let us know uh, what your story is like. Now, uh, this episode one of season two, we were going to do a different episode, but uh, Jay brought up a good point. So uh, we're, we're going to do this one. This is somebody who was uh, on season one. And, you know, I feel like I feel like I, I don't always want to. Um, throw out the bloodshed and chaos that happens in the swipe world, that there is some happy endings. And it's not just, you know, a Robert Kraft style happy ending. It's a legit happy ending because, you, you know, you feel like you wade through the muck and the madness. And, and when the the ceiling is a normal time, when people are just like, God, I just want a normal time, nothing with any type of craziness uh, that I, I want to make sure you hear that as well, because they're out there. Um, this person, like I said, season one went through some of the chaos so much of the of the craziness though that even after uh her and i talked for um her episode more madness happened and you'll get to hear that in this episode as well uh and as well as uh, now uh in in a, a happy uh healthy relationship so you get to hear you just get to hear how it all a little bit unfolds there so Here's what I want you to do. You know what I want you to do. I want you to sit back, put your feet up, relax, enjoy, uh, grab your popcorn, get it buttered if you need to. If you're in traffic, please don't hit that person next to you and enjoy a preacher and a happy ending walk into a bar. And one more word, of course, from the quote unquote 
legal department. Disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions or any entities they represent. This podcast is about dating experiences. It is not to say one dating app is better or worse than another. You've been dating for, what, about two years now on this stuff? Oh, no, no, no. Um, I just started dating. Like, I started dating the apps in February, so not even a year. I really feel like we've, like, I feel like we've just known each other that much longer, I guess. So we we haven't even known each other a year, huh? No, it's so crazy. I know. It's so crazy. It's been, (sighs) it's been a, it's been a fucking long year, though. I mean, that's, I can tell you that. I mean, I don't know how you feel about our friendship, but I feel a little different, oh, evidently. No, 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 I just, I don't, I don't mean it as far as you. I, just I know. It's happened like I'm in teasing. a year is just unreal. I mean, like when oh, you, when I think back to like last Christmas till now, I feel like I've lived 10 years in yeah. one year. It's crazy. I don't remember when we, when we met. I mean, I, I, I don't we think I was started, one of the, fr- was I one of the first talking. people you started talking with? Yeah. We started talking in February and then I okay. think we met in person. Like we went. I think we met in person in like late mid to late March, maybe. Okay. Okay. Cause, cause we, yeah. we, we matched and then you were like, look, dude, you're not for me. You kind of silly looking. And <laughs> I, I don't know if you shave your head or if you lost your hair, is that gray in your beard? And are you drooling right now? No, we, I think we should just, and I'm like, Hey, I get it. I understand. Oh it's my cool. God. I totally <laughs> should not say it. <laughs> no. Hey. And then you're just like, and like, okay, let's just be like, we'll just be buddies. I'm like, fine, I'll drool later or something. But, well, you know, whatever. And then, and then, so we just, just got lunch and we started bullshitting about everything. And so that, so we did match in February then. And then just like, just been you know, really good friends, I would say, ever since. I, I just didn't know that was February. I thought it was, well, yeah. evidently, well, I thought it was two years earlier. Well, I made I made the rookie mistake of like never having been on dating apps before. I made the rookie mistake of signing up on freaking Valentine's Day. Like I didn't even think about it or know. So obviously, <laughs> what a day you know, to people, sign up. I know it was well. It was either like the I want to say it was like the day before, maybe I don't know what it was. It was the day before because I remember okay. like all of a sudden the next day like all these messages start coming in. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy. And I was like, what in the hell is going on? And I was like, oh, this is so bad. <laughs> I mean, how does that, how would that work? It's like, I'm going to buy myself flowers and Cupid. I'm fuck you, no. Cupid. I'm just going to get on the dating apps and I'm going to be my own Cupid. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, it was, it was completely unplanned. Like I didn't get on them because I'm like, oh, it's Valentine's Day and I'm lonely. I got on them because it was like, okay, my divorce has been filed. Like, why not get out there and meet some people? Sure. Like the timing just happened to be, you know, within a day or two of Valentine's Day. I was like, okay, in hindsight, that was really not smart. <laughs> you know, because yeah. it, same thing, same thing. I feel like, um, you know, one of the things that's super interesting is it's like, I've had all of my apps off. Like I'm not on them anymore for, oh gosh, probably almost two months now. Oh, and okay. People like, you know, so there's a lot of people that I talk to throughout the year and, you know, whether we did it or not, but like a lot of them, I don't know if it's from the holidays or what, but they like within the last week, like four of them just randomly out of nowhere who I haven't talked to in like forever. Like, Hey, what's going on? Want to get together sometime? And I'm like, Oh my God, I haven't heard from you in like nine months. Like you basically like disappeared off the face of the earth. And now you're like reaching out, like nothing happened. It's so weird. It's so crazy. And so I don't know if people are like lonely at the holidays or I don't know. It's weird. 
there's a, a girl who I've never met who's just become a friend organically uh, through Facebook, I think through no. an exchange of, of memes. Uh, and uh, she posted one uh, probably about a week. It must have been about a week ago. And it was it's it was so funny. And it, and it sounds like thing. And I may have told you about it, but it said uh, uh, women stay strong. This is a time when guys will send you Merry Christmas and it's disguised as a as a W.I.D., you know, exactly. <laughs> So that sounds like what's happening to you. It's so, so true because it's like, it is, it's like they try to make it sound like, oh, I just want to see how you're doing. I was Christmas, you know, and it's just like, okay, whatever. It's, it's very odd. And the thing is too, like, so one guy, he had reached out and he was like, um, I hope you had a great Christmas. You know, you look great by the way, because he's, he's on my Facebook and I'm like, okay, I hope you had a Merry Christmas. And then he's like, oh, do you have your kids the whole break? And I said, well, I've you know, got him one week, not the other. He's like, oh, I'd love to see you again. And I said, well, I'm seeing somebody, but you know, thanks anyway. And he's like, oh, well, you know, congrats. I'm so happy. I'm, I'm so glad you're happy or something like that. Or I was like, okay, you know, hope you're happy too, you know, take care. And then he came back and he said, like, he said something else. He said something like, well, he's a really lucky guy. And I said, well, that's kind of you. I appreciate that. And I said, but um, I said, you didn't want to date me. So like, I don't know why you're acting like you missed out here or anything. And he's like, oh, I don't think I was ready to date at that time. I was like, well, that's not what you said when we were talking, but you know, Hey, fool me once, fool me twice type thing. It, you know, it's just kind of like, dude, you completely ghosted me twice. So again, first time, not my fault. Second time I should have known. And now you're coming back again. Like, no, not going to happen. Like, yeah. Nice so- try. That's what we wanted to talk about too. Is so how many guys do you think reached out? Like, like that's what you, you kind of brought this up when we were talking is how many, how many people resurface from the dead? Like, it's like, it's, oh, it's like it, well, there's, multiple, people are playing walking multiple. dead. I mean, what the fuck is going on? So it's strange. Cause like throughout the year, like for example, you know, one guy that I matched with, we talked for a while, we went on one date and then like, you know, I could tell he was acting weird. Like the next day, like I, I was like, okay, he, you know, he doesn't want to talk. And then he like rematched with me like a month later. And I was like, did you lose my number or something? Or did you accidentally click on me? Like, I don't get it. And then other ones, they'll just kind of pop up and it's like, Hey, how's it going? And I'm like, what happened? Did you like run out of your pool of people and you're recycling through? Like what's <laughs> going on here? It's so strange. Cause it's like, you know, if you had a connection with somebody or if you wanted to see somebody or hang out with them or whatever, then like, why do you walk away initially? Is it like, are you out looking to see if you can find something better? And then you realize you can't and you come back. Or is it like, you know, are you just like, Oh, you know, maybe I'll reach out to this person. Maybe they'd be interested in a hookup. Like, I don't know what it is. But like, to me, it's like, if I say, all right, this isn't going to work out. Like we're all done. Unless it's somebody where like your friends with benefits, you both know that. And like, you just periodically like connect over time. Like that would make sense. But if it's not that it's like, why would you go back? Like to me, like, I don't know. It's just strange. There's, there's one guy that um, I had matched with him back in March. We talked for a while. We went out on one date and then it was like, we talked a tiny bit after, and then he just disappeared. And out of the woodwork, he popped back up several months ago and was like, you know, hey, you know, sorry that I did that. I know it was really crappy and I know that's not an excuse, but, you know, I wanted to see if you'd give me a second chance. And we actually dated for a couple months, but, um, you know, it was just it wasn't going to work out. But in that case, it was like he owned the fact that I realize I just disappeared. I had some things going on. I know that's not an excuse. I know I shouldn't have done that. 
But a lot of them, like they pop back up and it's like, hey, how's it going? Like they don't even acknowledge the fact that it's like, yeah, I completely ghosted you, but I'm, I'm here now. Like I don't have anybody want to hang out. And it's like, I'm sorry, <laughs> it's not going to work. So the one that ghosted you and then came back and you guys kind of saw each other for a little bit, did you, were you always just kind of like looking for, all right, like the red flags again? No, no? actually with him, I was not because I knew like I knew that he's not the kind that like he was not on any dating apps and like he he does stuff with friends a lot and things like that and he's got you know a lot of things going on so I knew like he was too busy and like he even admitted he's like he's like no offense he's like I'm lazy he's like I'm not gonna try to like date multiple girls he's like are you serious he's like it's hard enough dating you know like finding the time and like all this kind of stuff for one person he's like I'm not gonna try to do that with multiple he's like that's He's like, no one's got time for that crap. So no, I didn't with him. I wasn't, I wasn't looking for any red flags. I mean, he was really genuine. I just, there were some things like there were just some like things that it, it wasn't going to work out long-term. I knew it just that. organically and, didn't work out. Yeah. I mean, he's a really nice guy and we had fun together and stuff, but like, it just, it felt like it was way more like friend zone than it could, than it should have been. And there were just some things that I knew, like, you know, just kind of were going to be challenges if it were to, if it were to be long-term. So rather than like oh, yeah. bringing someone along, it's just like, Hey, you know what? Like, I'm good with being friends, but this isn't gonna, this isn't gonna work out. Yeah. Yeah. That, that gotcha. Mm-hmm. And that can be hard to, that can be hard to do too. Well, I guess if you get, depending on how long you're invested, that can be really hard to do. Oh um, yeah. I was, I was dreading like that conversation because I don't like hurting people. Like I really don't yeah. like hurting anybody. So, and I, I don't know. I mean, maybe he wasn't hurt. Maybe he's like, Oh, thank God. But no, I don't no, know. Stop I mean, that. <laughs> <laughs> So like, no, I'm kidding. I mean, it was like, no, I mean, it was fine, but it's just, yeah, it's just weird. So anyway. Yeah. So you, so what'd you say about four people reached out you think? Well, like in the past week. Yeah. No kidding. All over the holiday, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That is kind of bizarre. Like, I, I, I think I get in my head, like I was, I was trying to, you know, we we're talking about, I was trying to figure out one of the reasons why it might be. I mean, obviously it's other than the fact that, Hey, they, they do want to date now. And for some reason they didn't then. And right. some of it, I also am like curious, like, I wonder if it's like, uh, hey, she was normal and right. I thought I would find something different or something, I, I don't know, whatever they thought they were looking for, they they didn't right. find and they're like, let me, let me, let me go back to the normal one and, and see how that goes. I think there's a lot of truth to that because I think that sometimes people, I don't know, I feel like they, they're looking for something. I don't know if they know what they're looking for. But obviously, when you meet somebody, not everybody is going to check off every single box that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. And everyone's going to have their issues or whatever. And I kind of sometimes feel like people are like, they're looking for this holy grail. It's like, you know, I want to find this person that has all these things. And the phrase I I was right in my head. That's exactly the phrase I was in my head. Yeah, it's crazy. Because it's like, you know, and then I think sometimes like people get a reality check, like, okay, I'm not going to find somebody that has every single thing on my checklist, but this person meets 90% of them. Maybe, maybe I should have given that more of a shot. So I don't know if it's that, or I don't know if it's someone just being lonely and like reaching out to a ton of people they've connected with in the past. Like, Hey, maybe this person will like be someone I could hang out with, or I don't know, you know, the one who, the one who I said that, like, after he kind of resurfaced, we dated for a couple months. Um, Mm -hmm. In his case, he had said like, you know, he had a lot of personal stuff going on. That was why he had kind of gone away 
he wasn't like outdating other people and then coming back like, well, I didn't find anybody better. I mean, he wasn't dating anybody at all. He wasn't trying to talk to anybody. He was just basically, um, you know, dealing with some like some family issues and personal issues and stuff. So it's like, well, hey, it would have been nice to know that, you know, months ago when you just basically disappeared after we had had this awesome connection, like over the phone and even the the one time in person. So it was really weird, but I don't know. Um, so let me ask you this and I don't know how you'd be able to gauge it. This has got to just be vibe check because Holy grail is what was in my mind. That's funny that I was thinking the same exact term. <laughs> um, do you think sometimes guys are looking for two Holy grails? I mean, obviously one would be great. Uh, but like the Holy grail of wife, uh, material and the Holy grail of sex material. I think it depends on the person. Yeah. I think some people are, you know, I think some guys might be looking for like, okay, initially let's find the person that's fun to hang out with and sex is good and all that kind of stuff. And then if it turns into wife material, great. I think some people are looking for wife material and it's kind of like, you know, I want somebody who, you know, like I, I want the long-term relationship, like everything else is bonus. I, I don't know. So I don't know if people are looking for that as like two separate things. I know a lot of people, like a lot of guys, and I'm sure this is the case with a lot of girls, but if you think about it, a lot of the people who are in their late thirties or in their forties, or, you know, even in their early fifties, they've, they've gotten out of a marriage where they've been with the same person for a long time and they're not wanting to settle down right away. It's like, Hey, I, I did that. It didn't work out. Like I want to kind of really find out who I am, live my life, have fun with people in the process. But a lot of them like, and, and when they're, when they're upfront about that, that's awesome. It's like, Hey, you know, I'm lo just looking for people to hang out with right now. Like I don't right. want to settle down. I'm not looking right. to rush into marriage again, but then you have others where they're like, I'm not looking to date. Like I want, I want the person that I'm going to marry down the road. Like I'm, I'm looking for long-term relationship. And so you kind of get a little bit of both. And of course you get the ones who say one thing and mean the other, like, Oh, I, I want the long-term relationship. And it's like, yeah. clearly that's not what they're looking for. But like, yeah, I mean, a lot of them will be honest and just say, you know, I don't want to jump into anything like super serious right away yeah. and, and all that. So, yeah. So you got to tell me, uh, and you got to start it from the beginning, uh, about how you met him, uh, and, uh, kind of how it shook out, but about this preacher. Oh gosh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like let's, let's go from day one because I like, I had to stop you from telling me some of the stuff yeah. that was going on yesterday yeah. because I was like, what? Yeah. So I connected with this guy and, um, kind of right off the bat, he's like, well, I'm kind of old fashioned and I, you know, I like to talk on the phone. Would you open, be open to a conversation? And I was like, yeah, sure. That's fine. So we're talking and, you know, he's talking about like, well, Hey, let me kind of start out with what I'm looking for. And then you tell me what you're looking for. And we'll see if we're like, even, you know, looking for the same things or, you know, have anything in common. Um, it was, it was fine. I mean, we were just kind of talking and nothing crazy. And somehow I forget what comment was even made that led him to say, I think I said, I had a friend who's a pastor or something to that effect. And he said, he said, well, does he have any single pastor friends he can hook you up with? And I was like, oh my God, no. I was like, well, I, I would never date a pastor. And so we're talking a little bit more. And then he's like, well, you know, he's like, I've really enjoyed talking to you. He's like, but you know, you've already eliminated me as an option. And I said, well, what do you mean? And he said, well, I'm a pastor. And I was like, 
oh my God. I was like, well, that kind of would, I mean, I guess it sounds bad to say that would have been nice to know at the beginning because you really shouldn't judge somebody based on their profession. Sure, However, sure. something like that, like that is way more than a profession. That's a, that's a lifestyle because if somebody is in that profession, the person that they're with is kind of automatically tied to that profession with them. Like, that's fair. you know, a, a pastor in there, usually their wife, you know, they're like a representation of the church. And like, sure. typically pastors who get divorced don't stay in that role. It, it's not really what they do. So he basically was like, you know, I wish you all the best and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, same to you. And, and totally fine. No, nothing, nothing wrong. And then, and this had been like on a, I want to say it was a Saturday evening or something. So about an hour, hour and a half later, and here it's after 1130 at night, he sends me a text and he says, just because you friend zone me doesn't mean I'm not still interested. I find you really attractive. And I'm like, okay, this is odd. And so I wrote back and I said, well, that was unexpected. And he's like, oh, I'm a really good kisser. He's like, how about I drive to your house and we can just make out on <laughs> I'm like, dude, for real? So yeah. So and mind you, he lives over an hour away. So I'm like, wait a minute. I've never met you. You want to drive to my home in the literally in the middle of the night. Like, are you for, I was like, no, like, I'm, I don't know what you're dude. I don't even know you. And like, now you're kind of creeping me out. So then he says, he texts and says, are you a sexual person? And before I can even respond, he sends this text. That's almost like a book. And so you can tell it came from, you know, he either had it in notes or somewhere where he yeah, can just easily sure. copy and copy paste and it. it, but it was like, all the things he likes to do sexually, all the places he's had sex and like all the public places and all this. And I was like, oh my God. And like my first response, I was like, I didn't even know what to say. I was like, and you're a pastor. Like that was the only <laughs> thing I could say, like question mark. So it just, why, I mean, why is MC hammer? We've got to pray just to make it today in my head. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, but it was, it was crazy. So I was like, oh my God. I was like, and he's like, um, something like, you know, turn off question mark. And I was like, well, it just doesn't fit the stereotype. Like, I mean, I get it. Like pastors are human. Everybody has needs, but I was like, whoa, part of the reason I say like, Hey, I could never date a pastor because I feel like I don't know that I would necessarily be quotes good enough to like represent a church. I'm kind of like, Hey, we're all sinners. Uh, I get that. But I'm sure. like, Holy crap. After some of the stuff he sent in this text, I'm like, I feel like I'm a, I'm a saint. I mean, Oh my goodness. Like here I'm, here I'm thinking like, I'm not you feel like, like your Pope material. Is that what you feel like now? And compared to him, I think yeah. so. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was, I mean, so like some of the texts got to where like one of them, it was like, so it caught me off guard. It was like pretty vulgar. Like I didn't say anything. And I just, I, all I put was, I don't know how to respond. So he called me and he's like, oh, did that shock you? And I'm like, I think he was looking for the shock factor. So shock like, I yeah. 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 It yeah. sounds like it. So I was just like, look, dude, like we like, uh, I'm sorry, but I'm not looking for what you're looking for and you know, whatever. So thankfully I didn't hear back from him again. Um, but you know, there's those sites out there where people can post like, Hey, you know, I matched with this person. Does anyone know anything about them? Kind well, of like, so that was how long ago. So we we're guessing that was probably last so summer, was, right? Th no, this was, so this would have been in, I want to say this was in August maybe. Okay. In the last summer. Okay, cool. Yep. All right. Yep. All right. So I think this was in August. So he, um, so you go so to those, these sites though, like, do you go to these sites every now and just to check in? Like it's the, well, it's, it's almost just, like the don't date this dude 
website yeah, or it's Facebook, a Facebook page or whatever, page. right? It's just a Facebook page. So it just shows up in your feed. Like, oh, so I mean, okay. I don't. Oh, okay. Okay. So you weren't looking for it. It just showed up. Okay. No, I got you. no, I don't go out there and look. But so someone had posted a picture of him and said, you know, see the comments. And, and that showed up in your feed. Yeah. So I was like, oh, he looks super familiar. I know that one. So this girl's like, you know, hey, um, just a warning, this guy's clearly not over his ex-girlfriend. They broke up at Thanksgiving and, you know, he's talking about, um, you know, just wanting to find someone who's not going to abandon him and kind of like basically saying this guy's needy and has abandonment issues, blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, it's so much deeper than that. I was like, you know, this, did he tell you his profession? You know, that kind of thing. So all these people started chiming in like, oh my gosh, you know, the red flags run deep with this guy and like just all this crazy, crazy stuff. But what, what a couple of people said was that like they would block him and he'd get mad about that. So like he would go and create a new profile of himself and like reach back out to them because it'll show up like new here or whatever. So like he would sure. like cancel and then recreate a profile so he could reconnect with people. But then one person even said, and this, like, this is classic. They said that um, somebody they connected with said like, oh, well, you know, I don't know that, I don't know that we really have a connection, but you'd be perfect for my friend so-and-so. Like, you should call him. Oh, Here's his number. I so everybody. So, hold on. On. so he's saying he is, he is like, like, if it's me, I'm going to you and I'm saying you would like this other guy, which is also me. Yeah. That's what he's doing. Right. That's, that's what they're speculating. Cause they're like, nobody's friend is going to be on a dating site and be like, well, I'm not interested, but here's my sure. friend. So they're yeah. thinking he's setting up fake profiles with like someone else's picture and then like <laughs> referring these girls to him. And I was like, oh my God, if he's really, if he's really going to that length to get a date, like, holy shit. I mean, it's unreal. Unreal. He has different lessons in Sunday school that I remember. That's for sure. Oh my God. I know it's, it's, it's become this, like, it's become this running joke though. I mean, I've got friends who are like, Hey, you dated any pastors lately? I'm like, <laughs> but that was even before this part though. Right. Like that was like, that was when yes. he was just crude and trying to say like, like dress exactly. up in a schoolgirl outfit or something. Didn't he say, was it something yes. like that that he said? Yeah. It, oh, it was, it was all sorts of weird stuff, but it was just like, uh, yeah. I mean, cause yeah, it was, it was so weird, but no, I mean, I thankfully haven't heard anything from him, but it sounds like, I mean, he's on like, all the different dating apps and uh, there were a lot i mean a lot of times someone will put something on there like does anyone know anything about this guy and like nobody responds or someone's like oh yeah i talked to him but like there just wasn't a connection but like didn't seem to be anything wrong with him this guy like everybody who made a comment was like oh my god you know this guy's weird or like this guy's like you know run far run fast <laughs> that kind of stuff. run far run fast get better shoes to run farther i wonder so like it showed up in your feed is his phone number in your phone like do you have him as crazy pastor or something like that his phone number his phone number's not like in there with his name like i think i still have i still have the text chain in my phone so i As still have yeah. i yeah. still have like the text conversation that we had but i never like i never saved him as a contact like he called me right then and there and after that night i was like i don't need to save him as a contact like i know i'm not gonna be reaching out to him again well, I just I guess I'm thinking, too, like that showed up in your thread. I wonder if there was like some sort of connection with your phone and that Facebook feed to where it popped up yeah. or if it just popped up normally. I, I think it's just normal because I get all of them. I get a lot of them. Yeah. A lot of them. I mean, there's somewhere I'm like, oh, I've seen them pop up before. But like I've been off of them for a couple months. So, like anyone coming up now is really most of them are not people I even recognize. But for him, I was like, oh, my God, like that face looks familiar. I know that. one. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, let me know if somehow I end up on there. I mean, I can't remember the last time I've really been dating, so I don't know that I would. And that's the thing, too, though. Like, a lot of people, like, they post things anonymously on there because they're just, like, afraid. Like, you know, number one, if something's not wrong, like, if you're just kind of checking out, like, hey, like, I just want to make sure this guy that I'm talking to isn't oh, talking to 20 other people. Yeah. You know, no one wants to like run someone's name through the mud if they don't just, and then some people are on there. It's like, they're clearly just bitter. Someone dumped them and they're pissed yeah. about it. Like, there's nothing wrong with the guy. There's nothing that's like, hey, this is a red flag. Like this guy is like abusive or, mm-hmm. you know, some people just are pissed off that they got broken up with or, you know, and it's just like, they're out there venting, which is kind of frustrating. Cause it's like, sometimes I'm a firm believer in there are two sides to every story. And for you sure. to take one person's side of the story, is not going to always be 100% truth necessarily. So like, you know, I see some of, some of that stuff pop up and I just kind of take it with a grain of salt. But like, um, it was just interesting because on that one, I was like, oh, I can't wait to see what the comments are on here. <laughs> <laughs> there, you there you're going. Did you, they get the same message as I did? Because that does sound like it was a pre-populated message. Oh, that it, it had to be because I'm telling you in a matter of three seconds, there's this like novel that pops up. I mean, it took three screenshots to screenshot the one text like I had to do because they're so lengthy. And I was like, there's no way he typed that in three seconds. Like he has that saved somewhere. <sighs> and that's like what he sends to people. And I was like, oh, my God, that's terrifying. Like you're that's- like. Guys can do a lot of things in three seconds. That's not one of them. I figure, you know, he's basically doing the, you know, do as I say, not as I do type 100%. of. 100%. That's the life he's living. But Did you yeah. find out what church he went to so we can go to his sermon? Well, here's the crazy thing. Like, because at first I was like, there's no way this is for real. There's no way this guy's a pastor. He's pulling my leg. Well, his full name showed up on my phone when he called. And okay. he told me, he told me the name of the church. He told me all this stuff. He told me where he's from. He's like, Google it. I promise you, like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm being honest. Sure enough. It all checked out. Like he really? is on their website. I mean, oh yes. It's yeah. So is it local? I mean, yeah, kind of, Yeah, but yeah. I'm, I'm just kind of, I'm surprised though. I'm really surprised that he put that kind of stuff in writing tied to his name and his phone number, knowing that like, if that got back to the church, like yep. he could lose it. He, he would lose his job. I would think so. so. Yeah. I, I can't imagine how he thinks that that's okay. Because I mean, I would never do that. Like I am not out to ruin anybody's life or like take away their livelihood. Like that's not me, but you know, some people I would, yeah. I would not put it past them to be like, Hey church, like take a look at this text exchange from the person representing you. And like, I don't know. To me, it's just like super scary because I don't know if he's not thinking that way or if he thinks he's invincible. I don't know what the deal is, but like that could totally like get him fired. I don't understand. I would think so too. But I mean, that's definitely one area I don't know uh, a heck of a lot about, but either way, like to have you say, to, to say, Hey, yeah, go ahead and check me out. You know, after he sends you messages like that, you're just like, yeah. it seems like everybody's responsible. What kind of church is this? You know, it's weird though, because they say, so so people who are people who are like therapists and counselors and stuff, a lot of times they say oh, yeah. people who get into that field are people who've dealt with a lot of issues in their own life. Yep. And, you know, there's a lot of fields like that. So you almost wonder, is it like, okay, well, someone who's part of the church, is it someone who like is they've got their own issues and they're trying to be a better person and they think that's going to get them? There? I don't know. I mean, like there could yeah, be yeah. so many things. It could just be that he's sure. just kind of got a screw loose. I have no idea, sure. but it's what a story it was, though. And oh. ends up on the site and all that stuff. That's just crazy <laughs> to me. Totally crazy to me. All right. So main thing now, yes. hoping for a happily ever after. So you've been okay. like, so you went through, man, you went through a lot of crazy fucking people. 
I did. I, okay. So I looked, I look because I'm, you know how I am. I'm weird yeah. about shit. So, <laughs> yeah. so I, from when I signed up on the dating apps in February, I don't think I went out. Like, I don't think I went on a date with anyone until it was either very end of February or early March. So since that time, like I went out on a date with like 29 different guys. And so some of them, okay. like, it was like, we met for dinner or drinks and like parted ways and this isn't going to work. Some of them, it might've been like two or three or four dates. I mean, there were a couple that I dated for, you know, a couple months, two, three months, but it was never mm -hmm. like exclusive. So it was like, I might've been kind of sort of dating one person, but still like talking to or seeing other people because it was just like mutually agreed upon that it wasn't exclusive and we're, you know, whatever. Right. So, um, yeah. Uh, and, and out of those, yes, a few were normal. I feel like like the latter portion of that, maybe I was just being more selective in who I was agreeing to talk to and go on dates with. But I feel like there was a, a bit more normal out there than there had been at the beginning. But yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's been, it's been entertaining to say the least. I mean, it's been a very, um, in some ways, I think it's part of like what kept me sane this year because I had so much going on in terms of, you know, finalizing a divorce, building a house, moving my job, yeah, all this stuff. I had so much stress. And it's like, this was just kind of like some of what was going on. It was so unbelievable that it was creating a diversion and a distraction that like kept me from being all worked up and stressed out about everything that I was dealing with in my life. So in some yeah. ways that, you know, it's been, it's definitely been entertaining. It's been eye-opening. It's been frightening. Sure. And it's just like, oh my God, like I, I do not want to have to keep doing this. Like this for yeah. sure is not what I want to do. Well, all the crazy dates that you had, I think you said it was 20 something, 28, I think is what you said. So like, is there a little bit of, uh, how, how much has that weighed into, you know, kind of what we, we claim that the PTSD, uh, of, uh, dating oh in a God. serious relationship now. Yeah. It's, um, it has definitely made it a challenge because, Every time that every time that you put yourself out there and you go out on a limb and you're like, okay, I'm going to give this person the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to trust them unless they give me a reason not to, and things are fine. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, there we go. Like, you know, the, the, you know, yeah. the dishonesty or the, whatever it is that pops up. So it's kind of like, all right, you, you kind of almost start to assume that something bad's going to happen because you've had something bad happen so many times from so many people who at the beginning might've seemed like, Oh, they're honest and they're looking for the right things and they're saying the right things and they want the right things. And, um, you know, I feel like I can trust them. I feel like they're genuine. And then it's like, oops, like, and I typically, uh, well, <laughs> clearly maybe I'm not <laughs> I was going to say, I thought <laughs> I was going to say, I thought I'm a pretty good judge of character, but I think maybe, maybe this year has, maybe this year has shown me otherwise, but oh, stop it. you know, I really like, I do, I do want to give people the benefit of the doubt, but I've gotten to the point where it's like, unfortunately it's going to take a lot more for somebody to prove to me that I can trust them because I've just been, you know, it's like you get screwed over so many times that you're just like, okay, I'm not going to trust anybody until like they have proven that I can trust them. And so many times like the, the actions and the words just don't match up. And that's what, that's what worries me. So it's like, I don't want to be in a situation where I'm just looking for something bad to happen, but yet it is, it's almost like a trauma or a PTSD where you're just like, okay, things seem too good. What's wrong? Because you're so used to everything crumbling at some point 
that it's just kind of like, all right, well, this seems to be going too well. And that just doesn't happen because I've had 29 experiences that have shown me otherwise. So why would this one go? Okay. And it's kind of like, the way to look at it is, well, because this is the one that's supposed to work out, like take it and be mm. happy with it. But then you get, you get, you know, inside your head and you're sitting there and like analyzing everything and like second guessing things. And I don't know. So that's my biggest struggle right now is just trying to like enjoy getting to know somebody that seems like a really amazing person and not trying to set it up to fail just because that's what's happened so many times in the past. So let me give you this um, analogy, comparison, however you Uh want to call this. And I'm sure I'm using the wrong word. Let's say you before dating sites versus you, you after uh, your divorce and dating sites. If we were to put a scale and on one side of the scale, we have innocent and on the other side of the scale, we have guilty. Like, okay. are you going, are you going prior to the dating sites? Would you lead more towards innocent until proven guilty? And then after the dating sites, guilty until proven innocent, or do you think it was the same think, all the way through? No, I, I think so. I think I'm more skeptical and more guarded now than I was before, because I didn't realize, like I knew, you know, I I'd been hurt in the past, like even before I got married, but like, I knew that there were dishonest people out there. I I did not know to what extent. And I also did not realize what these dating apps have allowed. Like if you were to poll a hundred women on dating sites, I would put money on it that 95 or more of them would say that they are very skeptical of anybody they meet as a result of being on these dating sites and having these experiences because I don't know that I've encountered any who are married and are on there, but I know a lot of people have. A lot of people have connected with people who, you know, they've been in a long-term relationship with somebody and like, you know, they've hidden it. They've got these like double lives going on. You know, a lot of people have gotten scammed by the ones who are looking for money. A lot of people have had situations where it's like somebody is you know, saying they want a relationship and really they're just looking for a hookup and then they disappear. I mean, there's so much out there and, you know, we've, we've talked about it before, but when you go on to these different apps, you're just, you're scrolling through picture after picture after picture. And it's just like, there's so much available. So people are like, well, I've been in this relationship that wasn't working out with the same person for so long. And now look at this, I've got the pick of all these people out there. And they all want to talk to me. They all want to go out with, it's almost Mm -hmm. like, you know, I think part of it, like, I think some of these guys get this ego trip where it's like, Ooh, this person's interested in me and they can't just lock it down and focus on the one that they're talking to because all these new fresh faces are showing up each day. And Oh, somebody else just said that they like me. Maybe they're better than the one I've been talking to. So they will like, they'll, you know, turn on a dime to start talking to somebody else, or they'll be talking to 10, 15, 20 people at one time because Part of it is ego. Part of it is them being afraid they're going to miss out on something better. Part of it is them not wanting to settle down. And so I think that has opened my eyes to like, oh my God, there's so much more out there that can be going on that you don't even know about. I mean, you find out about married men who are on dating apps and it's like, you know, their wife has no idea, you know, no, it's like a, 35% of the guys are married. Have like yeah. a hidden app on their phone. And it's like, I just, I just hate that people are so dishonest and like, they're hurting so many people in the process. It's like, you know, if you, you there's the ones out there where it's like, well, I forget what they refer to it as, but they're the ones out there where they're married, but like, 
they've agreed to have like an open relationship and then yeah, they, they say call that, it polyamorous or something like that i, I think. think or it's like the the oh ethically non-monogamous that's oh, what it is yeah that's right yeah yeah so that's ethically. no because we put it because yeah. because being you know being the genius i am like i was so freaking naive when i started seeing it people were putting enm on there i'm like oh that must be their personality type like i didn't know <laughs> did know, they misspell like, emo i think they misspelled emo i think that's no, what it is like, you know, there's like that like myers-briggs there's like infj and all this stuff so i'm like oh i don't know what that is but that must be a personality type and then someone said what it was and i was like oh holy shit so basically it's like they're married but they each they allow each other to see other people and so okay if someone's going to be like that and they're upfront about it and they find someone who wants to be with them and do that hey have at it for me i'm like hell no go away but the ones who are married and they're just out there like you know looking to mess around because they don't want to get divorced but yet they're not happy with their relationship it's just so scary i don't know i don't yeah it's i don't know so yeah i would say i'm definitely a lot more negative about it like my my perspective going in is much more negative than it was prior to being married and my um my tendency to feel like somebody is lying until they prove otherwise whereas before it was like i would feel like they were honest until they showed otherwise yeah yeah so now it's much more guilty until proven innocent than innocent until proven absolutely which is which is sad but i think i think you'd find that with a lot of people just because that's what and i you know what i'm sure the same goes for guys who are on those apps and they're running into girls who are crazy and are lying and are, you know, everything else. Like I know it goes both ways. It's not just on this end. Yeah. I think it's the nature of the apps. Like I, I kind of yeah. feel like it is like, I, I could say it's had a lot of reluctancy, you know, for me, it's just like, you know, immediately it's mm-hmm. just not just like if people cheated before these platforms were there, you know, it's yeah. just easy to pop on and it's just as easy to do it after these, I mean, even more easier uh, now. So mm-hmm. So well, it's like you're, you're kind of worried like about a relationship with somebody from the apps because they already know about the apps and they know what they're about yes. and all that stuff. It's almost like, gosh, I, let me go back and, and date that girl I knew from high school. You know, even though the yeah. apps are out there, at least there's a different type of connection or something. Right, right. Well, yeah. and I think, um, yeah, it's it's just crazy. Well, and then you wonder too, like, because our, so obviously we talked about, we talked about the, you know, drive-by guy who, you know, yeah. uh, uh, abandoned me in a hotel room and took off. So I, he had made himself extremely hard to find, as I had said. And I, I don't know, I don't know that he even lives here. I still think he lives somewhere else, but he must visit here a lot. Well, I was able, I think any single female can like moonlight as an FBI agent, because when you want to, you can find stuff out there. Like you, you can pull out the stuff to find some shit out. So I was able to locate his profile and within two months of that situation, there are pictures of him marrying, like it's pictures of him at his wedding, getting married to some lady. So I'm like, okay, I cannot imagine that you met somebody, got engaged and got married within two months. So like, were you already with her and engaged to her when you were talking to me or was this one of those whirlwind romances where like you found somebody and you like, like, oh my gosh, we're soulmates. Like, let's get married super quickly. I don't know what the situation is, but I was like, holy crap. Like, so he could have been engaged to somebody all that time. And I didn't know, or it could be that he met her after me. And, um, you know, they just had a really quick get to know each other and get married. I, I have no idea, but it's just like, oh my gosh, there's just, you see so much out there that yeah. it's very scary. I guess dating on the apps and dating as many people, because that's what happens. You date a lot more people from the apps. Oh, um, yeah. 
it's it's made um, a one on one relationship a lot harder, huh? I think so because I well, yes and no. I mean, I think it. Um, I think there's a lot of things. You know, first of all, you've got you've got the fact that just being on the apps in general has made you a little bit more leery of things. So you might you might question some things more than you would have before. You might um, you know have these like doubts and suspicions that you would not have before. But then I think a lot of it, to be honest, is just even without the app, dating as an adult who has been married before, who has kids, there are so many things that factor into it. So you can find somebody that you think is great and you're dating and everything's going well and and things are fine. But all of the things that piece into it. So it's like, okay, well, so then once you meet their kids, like, is that going to work? Like, are there like, do you see issues with how they are with their kids versus how you are with your kids? Or, okay, do they have a psycho ex that's causing a lot of drama that you don't need to be involved in? I mean, like, there's so many facets to dating as a divorced adult with a child or with children that just add to the complexity of it because everybody's bringing baggage into a relationship. But like when you are, you know, when you're in your forties and you've got, you know, I mean, some baggage is good and some baggage is not good. So you just have to like work through all those pieces, but it takes time because you could be in a relationship with someone and be like, this is awesome. And then as soon as like, as soon as there's the involvement of like the, the family aspect, then maybe things are a bit different or I don't know. And, And you, you know, you've said this before and I think everybody would, would concur, but anybody can kind of show their best self for the first couple of months. I mean, it's very easy for people to reflect something that long-term they cannot sustain, but at least initially everything looks great. Um, So that, you know, that's always interesting too, because everything's new and exciting at the beginning. And then as time goes on and it's like, you go through challenges together and you like maneuver real life together, things are not always going to be ideal. And that's fine. Like you just, you have to realize like, or you have to think about, what is acceptable, what is not acceptable, like what's a deal breaker versus, you know, what part is just like, this is the general part of life. And I know that's part of what we deal with. Like you just have to basically figure out like what you're willing to accept versus what you're not. So, yeah. Yeah. There's so many layers to get through. Like you, so you mentioned it earlier, like, all right, do we get along? Cool. We get along. Am I going to like his kids? Am I going to like her kids? Or are our kids going to mm-hmm. like each other? Are we at the same right. stage of where, where the kids are at? Like you said, the right. one guy was 18 and right. you're younger. And then, and then it's like, okay. And then once you get past all that, then you're at the point to where does everything that they're saying match up, you know, and, and you yeah. know, you're kind of raising, raising it's so it, it just unfolds it's so a, many different things. It's a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's, and I don't know what the answer is, but you know, it's so weird because you see a lot of people, like I, like I said, on those pages where people are like, Oh, does anyone know this guy? Does anyone have any information on this guy? There's a lot of people there. They're like, you know, that's why I just gave up. Like I I'd rather just be single than have to deal with all this crap. Like it's right. just right. A lot of people are just like, it's too much. Like I'm done. You know, I'm going to either meet somebody the old fashioned way where like, you know, I have a friend who introduces me and it just works out that way. Or like, I'm just going <laughs> to do my own thing and be, and be happy with it. Cause I'll tell you, like, I am truly, truly hoping that, you know, my current relationship does work out for the better. And I, I'm, 
I'm really, really hoping that that is the case. But if it doesn't, like, I will be taking one hell of a long break from trying to meet <laughs> anybody. No, seriously, because it's like, you know, I mean, when when you meet that many people and it's like out yeah. of 20 people, like you've only met one that you feel like, okay, this is one that I can see going somewhere. Like I yeah. can see a long-term relationship and this feels right. That's like, that's crazy. And I'm like, I'm not going to go through another 30 dates. <laughs> like I know. Like, right. I mean, that's, that's like, the, yeah, you're almost at the, like, I can see people almost being at the point to where like, all right, I don't even care what the red flags look like they are. I'm just not going back to what the red flags might be in the dating world. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's funny because like someone had made a comment on one of those pages. They're like, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to find the good ones. It took me four years. And like, just like, Oh my God, like I have a lot of shit I can do with my time. I don't have a ton of free time. I mean, you would think I'm like, if I managed to go on that many days, I was making time because I needed, sure, I, was like, I need to sure, get out. Sure. I need to be away from everything that's going on. I need to like get out of the house. So I made time for that. But I'm like, when I think of like all the things I could do with that time, instead of like going on dates that are going nowhere, I'm like, all right, yeah, if, yeah. if for some reason this doesn't work out, like I am. I'm going to take a break and just focus on some other things that need to get done. So thank you for being along for the ride on the Swipe Wrong podcast, where we take everyday people like you and me telling their everyday stories of their swipe right life. Show is produced by Jay Pelham. He is the host of Pelham Place. If you want to reach out to the show and tell us your story, we'd love to hear it. Give us a call. Google voice us at 317-426-6616. Leave your information and we'll get back to you or just your story. You can also email us at swipewrongpod at gmail.com. We are on Insta, Facebook, TikTok. We're out there. I am Chaos, the host of Chaotic Commentary. You can find me pretty much anywhere that you see me. And next week, the saga continues. Swipe wrong. Swipe wrong.